this hour. In fact, every minute of both hours of Neil Sperry's Texas Gardening is presented by your North Texas Ace Hardware dealers. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware folks. And now here's Neil. Thank you, Stuby. Let me tell you something. Let me just tell you something. Three things. One, two, three. Number one, we are live. And uh, that means that, that Mike Bass is in the other room, the control room. And uh, he is live there to answer phone calls at 888-787-KLIF, 888-787-5543. So happy new year. We are live and I'd love to hear from you. 888-787-5543. That's one thing. That's a kind of a composite of several things all classed as one thing. Uh, I don't know what the second thing was. Um, hmm. but I know what the third thing was that I wanted to tell you, um, today at this time marks the beginning of my 45th year of commercial radio. I began on this frequency at this hour in uh, the first, uh, weekend, the first Saturday of January in 1978. At that time it was WFAA 570, News Talk 570. They sold the frequency, and KLIF has it, and I am proud to be here. I'd say proud to be back, but I've been here for three and a half years, and proud to be here, and uh, feel very fortunate. I do other radio. You know that I'm on sister station WBAP on Sunday mornings from 8 until 10. Mike and I will be back live tomorrow morning, but it's just really kind of cool to be on 570 AM, and uh, thank you for listening, and... uh, the third thing I was going to tell you is that uh, thank you very much for letting the Ace Hardware people know that you appreciate their sponsorship because they are signed up for this entire year once again. And by your going into the stores and telling them, it made it happen. I got word about three weeks ago, you know, we haven't been on the air here for a couple of weeks, once for TCU basketball and once because of Christmas Day. And uh, I got word about three weeks ago that they have renewed and that was, I did the happy dance, and not a pretty thing to see, so luckily it was radio, and luckily I was at home at the time. <laughs> but anyway, I'm really grateful for you as a listener and your help in getting that done, and most of all to my, my friends at Ace Hardware, because they make both of these hours happen. So, without further ado, let me give you the phone number once again, because I'd like to see the phone lines fill up this afternoon. We're going to be talking plants your landscape, and your garden as we look into the late winter and springtime of 2022. What could possibly be ahead for us? You know, I was probably saying that same thing at this time last year. Little did we know that February would come around. We have cold weather on the way. Oklahoma City, let's see what it is right now. Let's do a live check. I'll go to my Weatherbug app, and we'll see what it says. Oklahoma City currently... 67 in McKinney, that's where I live. And Oklahoma City right now is 18 degrees. <laughs> Let's see what Wichita Falls is. It's not quite that cold. Wichita Falls, 32 degrees. But it's going down because it was 36 about 30 minutes ago. And let's just see what Amarillo is. Right, let's go whole hog. Let's go to Perryton, which is right up on the boundary. Might as well be. That's 11 in Perryton. Uh, folks, if you haven't, if 
you haven't taken the uh, hoses off the faucets, you better get that done. You have about two hours to get it done. If you have plants that need to be put in the garage for a couple of hours, a couple of days, you better get that done. It's going to be very uncomfortable to do it in a couple of hours. Hours. Um, that's probably about all you can get done. Take the hose off the faucet because it will freeze. It causes faucets to freeze and rupture, and you'll have a mess. And if you have a freeze-proof faucet on the side of your house and it freezes, then you get that joy in your wall. I found out the hard way about 40 years ago, and that was not pleasant. You end up with a pretty major repair bill. So disconnect the hoses and and drain them. You can leave them laying outside if you want to, but get the water out of them. If you have a hose end sprinkler, one that you put on the end of the hose and and run old-fashioned style, disconnect that, drain it, and put it in the garage. And uh, there are little places, little constricted spaces within those uh, sprinklers, and they will freeze and that will expand and it will rupture the the little tender tissues inside the sprinkler and you'll end up having to replace your sprinkler same goes with uh, water bubblers and water breakers and and uh, the uh, aluminum uh, uh, handles that you use things like that get those into the garage now you have a couple hours to get it done now you have longer than that it just won't be much fun to do it when it's uh, plummeting in temperature and very windy all right that's enough to get us started calls are coming in they're just rolling in we have three lines they can only roll for a little while um and uh, we'll do our spca of texas pet of the day and the pet of the week and then we'll get the program underway once again 888-787-5543 today's spca of texas dog is tanner rose this friendly eight-year-old Australian cattle dog mix is ready to find her new family. She's quite the cute little pup with a short, stout body covered in speckled tan and white fur. She has pointy ears and the sweetest face you've ever seen. Tanner Rose is a special girl who came to the SPCA from an animal cruelty investigation. After coming to the SPCA, they learned that Tanner Rose is deaf. She may not be able to hear, but that doesn't hold her back. She loves to be petted, especially behind her ears and on her head. She also loves treats, and her little nub of a tail wags and wags when she knows that food is coming. This sweet senior would love a home where she can spend lots of time cuddling up on the couch, eating tasty treats, and just hanging out with her people. Tanner Rose is waiting to meet you at the SPCA of Texas Jan Reese Jones Animal Care Center in Dallas. To meet her, come visit her any day between noon and 6 p.m. I don't know if they're open today. I rather doubt it. But uh, you can go tomorrow. Just like all the pets at the SPCA of Texas, Tanner Rose has been spayed, microchipped. She's had all of her age-appropriate vaccines. She would be waiting for her new forever family right now at the SPCA of Texas Jan Reese Jones Animal Care Center. They are at 2400 Lone Star Drive at I-30 west of Hampton Road. Uh, it says, the SPCA of Texas is closed today, January 1, due to the holiday, but they'll resume normal hours tomorrow, January 2, 2022, and that's noon until 6. And uh, they're open for adoptions every day from noon until 6. Animals are available by walk-in on a first-come, first-served basis. Appointments are also available for select animals. 
Browse their available animals at spca.org slash findapet, all one word, findapet, and visit spca.org slash dogadopt to inquire about a dog, or spca.org slash catadopt to inquire about a cat. This is Tanner Rose. If you'd like to look her up and read more about her, you would go to spca.org slash findapet and uh, look for Tanner Rose. Hope we can get her a home, and I know there'd be somebody who would like to give a deaf dog, a sweet dog, a nice home, nice safe home. And uh, so good luck. And that is sponsored by the people who sponsored this entire hour, this entire uh, day, and this entire year. And that's the Ace Hardware people. You know, we've talked about this many times over the several years that they have been my sponsor. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware folks. Let's uh, talk about this. I put a post up on Facebook a couple of days ago. I am trying my best to get people to go into independent retail garden centers and independent uh, uh, hardware stores. And by independent, I mean places where there is an owner on site. And uh, that's what you find with Ace. Ace are Ace stores are locally owned stores. Somebody in your neighborhood owns the store. People from your neighborhood work in the store. The manager is from your neighborhood. These are people you already know. They have local experts who know the right questions to ask and the right answers to your questions to make sure that you get everything you need. Once they've helped you check off the things on your list, they probably will have a list of questions they want to ask you back just to make sure you succeed. Ace stores, parts of our neighborhoods, people who are on committees with you already, people who are involved at the school and in the PTA, in Little League and in Girl Scouts and all the way down the line. Local experts with trusted advice you can rely on. No matter where you are or what you're working on, Ace can help you every step of the way. That's why I shop at Ace. That's why I hope you will, too. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware folks. Hi, I'm Dee from Justin Ace Hardware in Justin. Come see us in the Garden Center for all your plants, pottery, and decor. Count on us for friendly service you can trust. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware folks. And now, back to Neil. You know, Dee, when, when you mentioned Dee to her customers, they just start to beam. I was out in that, uh, in that hardware store a couple months ago, and I was taking some pictures, and somebody recognized me. It was a quiet, late afternoon, getting a little bit cool, and... And a lady came up and said, you're Neil, aren't you? And I said, yes. And she said, oh, we like D here so much. And that's the way it is. That's exactly what I'm talking about. People know the employees at Ace Hardware. Thank you, D, very much. Let's uh, go to our first call today. Now, let me give you the number again. Let's fill up the lines, won't you please? It'll make it a whole lot more fun if the lines are filled. Only three lines. You won't have to wait very long. It's 888 787 Five five four three. That's eight 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 seven eight seven K L I F. Dave in Roy City. This is Neil. Good afternoon. Good afternoon, Neil. Yes, sir. I've got a crepe myrtle in the back of my house here. I've been here forty years, so I know these crepe myrtles. I've got six of them all together. They're probably fifty plus years old. One of them didn't make it over the winter, and I waited. All year, it had one uh, trunk that came out at the top, and that was it. If I cut down this uh, crepe myrtle, will the rest of the, all the trunks come back up new, or is it a goner? 
All right. Did you have a bunch of sprouts that came up from the ground? No, sir. Not any. Wow. That that part's unusual. I don't know that I've ever seen them uh, freeze out completely like that. Um, I Because of our crepe myrtle trails of McKinney and the many thousands that we've planted in McKinney, I watch crepe myrtles very closely. And uh, we had... We had about five or six varieties that suffered uh, pretty serious freeze damage, which it's the same list of, of varieties headed by Tuscarora and Muskogee and Natchez and Sioux and Country Red. Those are the five, and and Catawba had some freeze damage, which I've never seen before. Um, but anyway, those those had top damage, and in all cases, they, they put out a bunch of sprouts from down below. Um, well, uh, if if it's not offering to put, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I wish this one did, but there's yeah. nothing. And I've I've heard you say if you cut them down, they'll come back up. But I mean, there's yeah. Normally they come back up whether you cut them down or not. I would go ahead and cut it because you're gonna. I mean, if it's if the top is dead, it's dead, and it, there's no point in leaving it. Yeah. Um, and if you had one trunk that had some growth, then there is something alive there. And what you can hope is that it will send out a bunch of vigorous sprouts this spring, at least from that one trunk and maybe from some of the others. It, I don't think they will, given that much time has passed, but usually yeah. they will. And and uh, so I would just watch very closely in April and see if you get sprouts coming up close enough to the original trunk that you can allow them to grow. You don't want something two feet away to sprout out. That, that even will happen from yeah. the roots. But yeah. uh, hopefully you'll get some sprouts. How long, sprouts would, this, how long would this process take if they start coming up, do you think? Well, okay, let me let me go back uh, 10 months, and let's talk about the ones that froze this past February. By April, I was saying to people, if you have some that are lethargic about leafing out, watch them closely by the 1st of May. If you have, uh, if you have trunks that, that are not, obviously are not going to be growing very vigorously, Cut them to the ground, to within an inch or so of the ground, and allow all of the sprouts to grow. That's what we did at our World Collection Park with about, oh, probably 25 or 30 plants. Uh, we have all the, all the varieties there. And those 25 or 30 plants, by the end of the year, were 8 or 10 feet tall. I mean, they came back like wow. weeds. They really grew. And we were already starting to select out of the 20 stems each. Uh, down to seven or eight trunks, and then this year we will select down to the three or five that we want as the main trunks for those trees, and that'll be the permanent uh, main trunks. We'll, we'll select the three or five, probably three, that make the nice, uh, the nicest, most attractive um, uh, look to the the plant. We'll take the others out. Reason you leave extras is because sometimes they snap in a windstorm or somebody brushes against them, yeah. maybe with a mower yeah. or something. Well, that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to give it a shot. It. Like I say, nothing to lose. Five uh, crepe myrtles are fine. Just one just didn't make it. <laughs> do you, are they all the same variety? Same color, bloom at the same time? There's one white, and there's uh, all the rest of them are pink. This was a pink one, and it's, that's very it's odd. Twenty feet tall, but it, yeah, it's very very odd. Old. Yeah, I well, thank you very much. Can't explain it. Well, good luck with it. Thanks for the call, Dave. Happy New Year. All right, so that's my first call of this uh, this year, and if you'd like to be the second, we'd love to hear from you. So he called very punctually. I'm trying to get a punctual second caller. 
So let's fill the phone lines up, folks. Don't uh, I know there's football on, but no, you can you can uh, you can leave the volume up on the football game until until we go on the air. I'd rather not be listening to a football game as I talk to you, <laughs> but I'd like to have some calls. Eight 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 seven eight seven K L I F eight 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 seven eight seven five five four three. Forty five years ago, I had this same experience. I'm used to this. I can handle it. So call now, 888-787-5543. Niels Ferry's Lone Star Gardening is my book, and I think it could be a real help to you as you garden for uh, the uh, spring of 2022. Uh, I like to think and hope that it would be your go-to gardening reference. I self-published it so I could finally have the book I always wanted for you. I, I just never thought that the Cowboy Boot Book, which was done by committees of people, uh, from the publisher, I never thought that it really hit it right on target. You know, it was one of those that kind of missed the bullseye and got about an 80-point score uh, by my measure because they cut things out that I said, don't take that out, please don't take that kind of a deal. With this book, we didn't take anything out. We put it in if it was important enough to talk about, to uh, to write in the first place, and to edit and, and find photos for, it went in the book. Uh, so that's uh, that's it. I also wanted to have Carolyn Skye edit the book for me and Cindy Smith do the graphic design, and the three of us did this book. It covers all topics of outdoor gardening for all parts of Texas, every county in Texas. Lawns, landscapes, annual, perennial, flower gardening, fruit and vegetable gardens, all there. Chapter 2 is a 48-page calendar telling you four pages per month what needs to be planted, pruned, fertilized, and sprayed in that month. I've never put that in any book before, just in my annual gardening calendars, and and it was maybe one-fifth as much information. 344 pages, hardback, 840 of my best photos, printed in San Antonio to keep Texas printers working. It's not in stores and not on Amazon. I sign every copy as it sells. Your satisfaction is guaranteed or I'll refund every penny. 73,000 copies sold so far and not one request for a refund. It's only $36.95 plus tax and postage. This is the fifth printing. The sixth printing will be more. It's going on the presses this coming week, and it will be more. So if you want to get the $36.95 bargain price, you need to order right away. Order it, like I say, not on not on Amazon and not in stores. Order it from my website, neilsperry.com. And you have nothing to lose. I'll refund every penny if you're not satisfied. N-E-I-L-S-P-E-R-R-Y.com. Or you can call my office Tuesday through Friday this coming week at 800-752-GROW. 800-752-4769. The better way, though, is at neilsperry.com. For more than 20 years, I've told you about Advanced Foundation Repair, leaders in the foundation repair industry. They hold the patents. They led the way. First with a warranty that's transferable owner-to-owner for the lifetime of the house. Don't let expanding and contracting clay soils tear up your foundation and ruin your house. Call for their free home inspection. Advanced Foundation Repair. 214-333-0003. It's foundationrepairs.com. 
At Lance Landscape Lighting, our certified electricians and designers can upgrade your outdoor lights, even vintage fixtures, to energy-efficient LED technology with just the right balance of warm and cool lights. Lance will illuminate the distinctive features of your home from every angle, every night. Let Lens create a nightscape that no matter how you look at it, makes your home shine. Lens Landscape Lighting, we light the way you live. For more info, go to LensLighting.com. LensLighting.com. We have Lens Landscape Lighting, and I have seen inside one of their LED lamps, and it's just amazing. And it's also just amazing how tiny they are. They are well hidden in your trees. Oh, love Lentz. That's all I can say. I just would love their lighting. Had it for 25 years, maybe more than that. Wortham Brothers Roofing Company at 972-562-5788. WBRoofing.com. They're Texas' premier roofing contractor. They've been serving the North Texas area with the finest in roofing since 1986. Let's count the roofs they've installed. How about 100,000? beyond that number oh my goodness would you ever have guessed that one company would install that many roofs isn't that something new roofs replacement roofs they do it all composition clay and concrete tile metal slate they do it all hail and wind damage you think you might have had it they can tell and they'll show it to you they can prove it up no problem at all uh, they don't call the insurance company for you, but they can certainly tell you if there is damage that, that might indicate that you should call the insurance company. That one's on you, though. You call the insurance company, they come out, and they'll say, well, that is hail damage, or that is wind damage. And then if you get a settlement, then you call Wortham Brothers back, and they get busy doing the best roof you ever dreamed of. I know because that's what we have. We have a Wortham Brothers roof on our home, and I'm speaking from firsthand experience. They're careful, they're great, and the roof is spectacular. Wortham Brothers Roofing Company. Call them. Call them um, Tuesday morning, Monday morning, 972-562-5788. WBRoofing.com, 972-562-5788. WBRoofing.com, Wortham Brothers Roofing Company. I'm Scott from Lakewood Ace Hardware in Dallas. When you need reliable, localized help for those gardening products, come to us. We're the helpful hardware folks. And now, back to Neil. Thank you, Scott, very, very much. Let's go back to the phone lines. We have Jim in Dallas. Jim, this is Neil. Good afternoon. How can I help you? Jim, you're on the air. Yes, Neil. Enjoy your show, and Happy New Thank Year you. to you. Happy New Year. Thank you. Yes, sir. Got a couple of questions. One about a, uh, a fig tree. My wife received a cutting from a friend, and just want to make sure that uh, that is something that we can plant in the ground in, in the Dallas area, and it won't freeze. And same same question about uh, actually, she bought a olive tree couple of them because she really liked the, the shape and unique uh, uh, leaf pattern and they you know they've grown so big and outgrown the container I'm wondering if I can plant those in the ground in Dallas or if I need to keep them in a container and move them inside in the winter all right the fig is how large now oh it's a, it's a small it's only a couple of feet tall all right, I would protect it this uh, winter and then plant it in uh, in March or April. 
plant it into the ground and let it get established. Figs, uh, uh, you say, guarantee won't freeze. No, no guarantees on figs. But by and large, they need to be outdoor plants. They get huge, and they're not practical to be grown in containers. Um, I hope you have the variety Celeste or uh, at least a, a variety with a, a closed eye. Celeste is the most winter-hardy. And um, I hope it's one that had produced successfully for the friend who gave your wife the cutting. Um, but it needs to go in the ground once the once winter has passed this year. Um, as okay. far as olives are concerned, they are I-10 and south in Texas. And even down there, they froze last year. So they're they're very okay. risky. There okay. is a there is a very good uh, bulletin from Texas A&M on growing olives. It's about 10 years old, but that information doesn't change as far as where they're adapted. Um, and it, it, it basically says that you've got to have temperatures above 25 or 28 degrees for the first five years for the plants to get established. And uh, we're way colder than that every year here. So they are not outdoor gotcha. plants here. Yeah. Okay. We'll just keep it at ornamental and go from there. Yep, I'm sorry. Wish I had better news well, for you on that, the olive. That's okay. No, yeah. that's all right. I um, uh, I would rather keep it in a, in a planet than having to move to Houston. Yeah, <laughs> I like the way he's. I grew up not far from Houston and the humidity, and I agree with you. Yeah, all right, you <laughs> have a good day. Care. Thank you, Jim. All right. Take care. Bye bye. All right, Karen and Dallas, you'll be coming up next. Jay and Southlake, these don't take very long, so stay with me. We'll be right to you. I do need to tell folks about Wild Birds Unlimited first, though. I gave a gift card, actually a couple of gift cards, uh, to, to Wild Birds this year as Christmas gifts, and, and one of them went to a, a friend who's done me some really nice favors, and uh, I, I talked to them uh, yesterday or day before, and they had just yesterday, they had just been in the store, and they said, oh, that place is just filled with things. And they were all excited about what they had gotten with their gift card. You will be, too, when you go into Wild Birds Unlimited. There are three of the stores that joined together to sponsor this program and my WBAP uh, program and also my eGardens newsletter. You will love going into Wild Birds Unlimited. One of the things that you're going to find is an infectious love of, of bird watching and bird feeding when you go into these stores. They are, they are so much above what you find in other stores. The quality of what they have, the information that they have, the quality of the seed, the quality of the feeders, the quality of everything in the stores is just exceptional. And they're telling us now that goldfinches have started to come back to finch feeders filled with fresh Niger thistle feed and the finch mix. Woodpeckers and winter warblers are coming. We've had them showing up already to the suet and bark butter, which is high in protein and fat. Juncos and other native sparrows are showing up. We're seeing more birds at our feeders now. You think they might drift in on these 20-mile-an-hour cold winds that are coming in this afternoon? Yes, they will. Cardinals, we're having them. You're going to find birds at your feeders. If you'll get into wild birds this afternoon, get the feeders up, you'll be amazed at how quickly they'll come to the great feeds and seeds and feeders you get at Wild Birds Unlimited. The three stores are Dallas at 5715 West Lover's Lane. That's uh, David's store next to Nicholson Hardy Nursery and Garden Center and basically just about a block west of the Dallas North Tollway. McKinney. 3001 South Harden Boulevard, just south of El Dorado Parkway, near Tom Thumb. That's Bertie's store, Cheryl, but 
But call her Birdie. That's what she wants. I asked our friends if they saw Birdie. Oh, yes. <laughs> they really enjoyed visiting with her. She's so sweet. And uh, then the third store is the Mockingbird Lane shop in East Dallas. But it's closed at their original location while they finish up the last bit on their new store. And that address will be on Abrams at 5708 Abrams Road. And that's Ron's store. We'll let you know as soon as that location opens. And for all of this, go to wbu.com slash dfw. Wild Birds Unlimited, bringing people and nature together and doing it with excellence. It's a non-stop news cycle. We're just getting started. Omicron, the supply chain. Russia-Ukraine border. Families who are struggling. Increase in violent crime. Big government socialism. Make inflation worse. A new bill. New COVID variant. New challenge. New journeys. In the new year. Full coverage at the top and bottom of every hour. This is Real News and Information 570 KLIF. Nielsbury's eGardens is my free electronic newsletter that comes from my computer to your email Every Thursday, just a little after 6 p.m., we'll get back on that regular schedule starting this next week. Uh, this past week, we sent it out on Wednesday because I just didn't want to get messed in with all the New Year's Eve stuff. I wanted to get it out several days ahead. So that's what we did. But it'll come back to Thursday evening, just a little after 6 p.m. You'll always have a featured uh, plant of the week. You'll always have a featured question of the week. And you always will have gardening this weekend where we point out the things that you need to do in your landscape and garden in the upcoming week. All of those will always be in each eGardens, and then one or two other stories as well. It's free and always will be, and I'll never uh, uh, spam you. Uh, you'll never get any kind of an offer to do this or that because you're a subscriber to eGardens. I don't do that. Don't operate that way. And I certainly will never give or sell your email address to anybody. You can see what eGardens looks like by going to my website. That's where you sign up for it. That's neilsperry.com. And the same place you go to buy my book. And while you, while you click on that eGardens tab, take a look at the latest issue of it. And uh, you can also sign up for it. Join the 80,000 other people who get it each week. Neil Sperry's eGardens at neilsperry.com. It's time now for a little bitty garden tip. I think you'll find it useful. You need to do everything you can to hold back the new growth of plants that shouldn't be growing now in the winter. That means you should wait to do any major pruning until February. Pruning, you see, stimulates regrowth, and you certainly don't want that happening now. That's especially a fact with evergreen plants like gardenias, oleanders, and Asian jasmine, but it's also a factor with semi-evergreen plants like roses. Wait until a date that's closer to the growing season to prune those plants. You want to concentrate now on plants that are deciduous and dormant, such as summer flowering shrubs and vines, also shade and fruit trees. Pruning those now won't promote rapid regrowth. Get those tests out of the way now in January. Oh, and I need to mention, as I always do several times each winter, don't ever top a crepe myrtle for any purported reason. There's no excuse for doing so. I have more gardening tips for you each Thursday evening in eGardens, my free weekly electronic newsletter. Sign up at neilsperry.com. 
Womack Nursery Company is located in De Leon, Texas. That's in the heart of Texas, near Brownwood. And you say, well, that's a long ways for me to drive, Neil. Well, you can drive there if you wish, but they send trees and, and uh, grapevines and blackberries out by mail if you would prefer. No problem. That's how they've done it since the 1930s. No problem at all. It's a family-owned and operated fruit and pecan nursery. They grow for growers and they grow for home gardeners as well. They grow most of their nursery stock and they'll be available through mid-March. But the earlier you order, the more likely you are to get the varieties you want. They have a large variety of many types of nut and fruit trees. Customers can order by phone and I'll give you that number in just a minute or you can do so online at their website. I'll give that to you in just a moment. You can request a free catalog if you prefer. But I would really suggest whatever you do, get it done. Get those varieties that you want. They've always worked hand-in-hand with Texas A&M to make sure that they handle the Texas A&M recommended varieties for each part of the state of Texas. They're great, and they've always been great. A third-generation family business, Womack Nursery Company. I am proud to have them as an advertiser. Here is the contact information, W-O-M-A-C-K, Womack Nursery Company, 2551 State Highway 6, De Leon, Texas, D-E, capital L-E-O-N. The zip is 76444. Here's their phone number. They're open Monday through Saturday, not open today. 254-893-6497. WomackNursery.com. WomackNursery.com, 254-893-6497, Womacks in DeLeon. When you wake up. The crisis at the border. When you work. Reopening our economy. When you drive home. This escalation of violence. What's happening right now. All day. Update your day at the top and bottom of each hour. Keep myself as updated as possible. On Real News and Information, 570 KLIF, KLIF.com. When people think of Mueller, they think of quality steel buildings. They think of durable metal roofing. But that name Mueller means so much more. It means that you'll have a product manufactured by Mueller, including in-house engineers, to help design the building of your dreams. It means you'll have a company in business for more than 90 years standing behind your warranty. It also means that you'll get tons of added value, like roofing site visits, forklift delivery, and a Mueller assurance team that's ready to help you along the way. And Mueller is on the cutting edge, designing and manufacturing new products, products like greenhouses and standing seam roofing panels. To find out more about Mueller products, go to MuellerInc.com. You can give them a call at 877-2-MUELLER, M-U-E-L-L-E-R. Translated to numbers, that's 877-268-3553, or stop by one of their 33 locations. MuellerInc.com, Mueller. Mueller means more. I'm Mike from Grand Prairie Ace Hardware. When you need reliable, localized help in those great home repair products, come to us. We're the helpful hardware folks. And now back to Neil. The nice thing about going to Mike at Grand Prairie Ace Hardware or any of the other Ace Hardware stores is you're going to a store where somebody like Mike, who has invested in owning that business, 
cares about your success with your project and who uh, puts employees in your path to help you and to be kind to you and to step out to say, we are here to serve. You try that in the big national chain stores, and you're lucky if you get somebody who steps out to help you. And uh, it's just a personal opinion. Obviously, I am biased because these are my sponsors, but they're also my friends, and they're your neighbors. That's why Ace is a a wonderful place. Let's go to Karen in Dallas. Karen, thanks for waiting. This is Neil. Good afternoon. Hi, Neil. Um, I have a brick wall that I'm very proud of my big ivy. It is so beautiful. Last year, I lost it all in the freeze. And this year, and then today, again, we put, I, I bought the uh, covers from um, Home Depot, the green ones. And we covered the whole wall, but air is still flowing in. How can I make sure I don't lose it again? Well, oh, we I, do I, have heaters. I do have two heaters out there. Oh, my heavens. Um, <laughs> I, huh, I don't know that you can ensure that you won't lose it um it's not going to die in the next two nights because it's going to go to 20 Uh, Uh it's it's more winter hardy than that but fig ivy is is a um, subtropical vine it is not winter hardy this far north i don't think we i don't think we should be counting on growing it here uh reliably it's just um uh it I couldn't grow it when I was a kid, uh, reliably, in College Station. Things are a little bit warmer than they were. I'm not, I'm not a global warming advocate one way or the other. I don't want to get into that and, and start voting on that. But, uh, but, I, but I, I do think that you'll find that uh, uh, it's a, a Zone 8 plant, which means that it's – and we're not truly Zone 8. We need to consider ourselves to be Zone 7. Uh-huh. You are calling from Dallas, and there are parts of Dallas that are urban heat pockets. Uh, the Park Cities, for example, downtown Dallas, all the concrete would trap warmth, and, and probably Fig Ivy would have a pretty good chance. Uh, in in McKinney, where I live, there was a big wall on an old historic warehouse uh, that has been converted to party rooms and things, and it was covered in fig ivy, and boy, it got burned badly, clear to the ground. I don't know if much of it came back at all, and it should never have been planted there. Um, um, and and putting frost putting it. frost cloth on it is not necessarily uh, the best idea. I um, I guess you can do that, and that might help. I I posted on Facebook uh, two nights ago, and then reinforced it yesterday. I'm not a big advocate of the green frost cloth. Um, because oh. it it absorbs the 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 sun uh, when it warms up the next morning, and heats things up too fast, and uh, this is one reason I said what I did about ten minutes ago. I really hope people will deal with independent retail garden centers, and hardware stores where they can talk to people who are local and who know local uh, weather conditions uh. and local plants. Uh-huh. But the the white gauze like material is is my preference. That's what I use, and it's always done a perfect job for me. Okay. Uh, but I I don't know how practical it is to cover a wall. That's going to be awfully hard to get it to adhere. Well, it, you know, it's adhering. We put hooks over the brick wall, and okay. um, and it's great. It for the frost gritty. cloth. You mean not not uh-huh. the vine, but for the frost cloth? Okay. Yes. So it's dropped. 
over the wall where it's hooked, and then we have it taped together. But the wind is blowing through. I don't know if I should keep the wind out or if. Well, we as, as soon as you get wind behind it, then then your your protection from the cold is lost because you the the wind brings the air in, brings the cold air in. What I thought. That's what I thought. Yeah. So I should I should close it. And we do have heaters on each end. I, I just don't think that's practical. I just don't think that's a good plan. I think you get too much heat on those plants. I, I cover about a, a probably 200 cast iron plants, aspidistra plants. It's a tall ground cover. Uh-huh. And I got them um, because somebody owed me money for ads that I did, and they didn't have any money. They are going out of business. I said, I'll just take those. And uh-huh. and I have to cover them anytime it goes below 20. I'm not going to have them covered this time. I don't have anybody to help me cover, and I'm just going to have to take a chance with them. They may have to be cut to the ground and, and trained again. But they're they're shown in the book that I've been talking about, and and the difference that that frost, the lightweight white gauze-like material makes, is eight or ten degrees of difference. It is it's phenomenal. I didn't have any damage last year at four below. Um, uh, to the aspidistra, normally it craters at at 15 or so degrees. So it was more than 8 or 10 degrees improvement last year. So that's that's what I would use, and and I buy it in 10-foot wide rolls. So that would would get around a lot of your problems, I would think. I've already dragged it, and we hired someone to come over and do it. But I should should not have the wind blowing through the... the Right, and I wouldn't put heat, a heat source in it. I don't think you're going to need it at the temperatures we're going to have tonight for that plant. Everybody's trying to cover stuff tonight. We're overreacting to this cold spell. Um, oh. I, a personal feeling. That's what I put in Facebook. I said the things that need to be covered tonight would be pansies if uh, if you're trying to keep them looking their best and other winter color plants, but not not uh, pansies, not oh, shrubs, not not shrubs, not vines, not trees. Just just. Winter color plants primarily. These would was with they don't the cold and bother the pansies. I thought. Nope, nope. Uh, it okay. will it will knock the flowers off them and set them back by two or three weeks. You can keep mm-hmm. them looking a whole lot better. You really need to get some of the white lightweight uh, frost cloth and lay it over pansies and see how great they look when you take it off when the freezing weather goes away. You won't believe the difference. It really makes a difference. Yeah, I got to run, but hopefully that'll help. Okay, thank you. Appreciate your call. Thank you. Let me go to Jay in Southlake. Jay, this is Neil. Good afternoon. Hi, Jay. Hi, Jay. Hey there. Yes, sir. How can I help Uh, you? Thanks. My my phone was hicking up right before you picked me up. I was freaking out. I was like, no, get after that way. Yeah, first thing, uh, got a couple copies of your book, and I really uh, appreciate it. Gave one to my mom. She just thought it was awesome. Thank you. So uh, I guess the big question, we a few years ago lost a a pretty healthy-sized tree in our uh, backyard that we want to replace, but we want to, and we have a lot of post oaks in our neck of the woods, and uh, no pun intended, but we wanted to replace it with something that would have some uh, fall color, and that was, you know, good for this area and was hoping to get some of your thoughts on that as well as good timing for planting. Um, you can plant trees any time of the year. The easiest time to plant 
uh, would be, um, uh, well, easiest times in the spring when the nurseries have the best supplies. Uh, fall is the best time to plant because it gives the plants the longest time to uh, get their roots established before the next summer rolls in. Uh, that would be my preferred time to plant would be October or November. Uh, but we're past that now, and I wouldn't wait until next October or November just because that's a little bit better time to plant. You could certainly do it anytime now through, um, uh, through, gosh, going into the summer. The thing you have to promise yourself, though, Jay, is that you will water these new trees um, every two or three, uh, three or four days, probably every two or three days if it gets up to high 90s in the summer. And I'm, I'm beginning to think I need to say to people, whatever the pot size was, if it was a 20-gallon pot, you put 20 gallons of water on it every third day in the summer. If it was a 10-gallon pot, you put 10 gallons of water on it because that will, that will fill the original soil ball. I think that's a safe way to say it. People go out and spritz these, these new plants and think they've watered and they're not putting enough on. I've seen too much of that go on, so I'm, I'm adopting a new philosophy. Um, the best trees for fall color uh, probably would include Chinese pistachio. Uh, they're almost reliable. I'd say 90% of the time they'll have good fall color. Uh, Schumard red oak, probably half of the time they'll have good fall color. Uh, but they are such outstanding trees otherwise. Um, those, are, those are two of the best. I don't use fall color as my, as my major determinant on quality of a shade tree, however, because that lasts only for a week or so, and I want something that's going to be stellar the rest of the year as well. Yeah, and we we have a, a number of trees back there. We're just trying to fill in a little gap with something a little different. Sure. Um, I guess thoughts on, on you mentioned container size, uh, thoughts on how big the tree is, because uh, I, I work enough in the construction business to know, you know, when, when we specify trees, it's always per caliper inch, you know, when cities require new trees. Right. And, uh, and in some cases they're required, most, most cities require between two or either two or three inch trees. And I have some folks that say, Oh man, never do that. And, you know, three inch trees, it takes too long for them to establish. And, you know, the smaller, the better, because the quicker they grow kind of thing. Uh, if, the quicker if they, they start growing. If they were being dug and put into containers, or if they were being dug and transplanted, bald and burlapped, I would agree with that. Um, however, if they're container grown all the way through and you're getting all of the roots, then it shouldn't matter much uh, because they'll take right off and, and grow well. Uh, that's the okay. that's the thing you have to analyze. I prefer probably a twenty or forty gallon size pot. Uh, but if a city requires something larger, then then go for it. Yeah, uh, yeah. No, the city's not going to enter into this. It's just I know when I deal with trees, that's those right. are the sizes they. I like require. I like a I like a tree that's kind of mid sized, a, a hundred fifty two hundred dollar tree, because I have a bigger margin of error there. The pot size is big enough. Uh, first of all, that one or two guys people, oh sorry, one or two people can handle the tree. <laughs> Yeah, it's a different world, isn't it? Um, and and yeah. it needs to be. Uh, one or two people can handle the tree and get it planted properly, and uh, yet it's uh, small enough that that it isn't going to break the bank. Uh, I don't want something so small that 
that it will dry out really quickly, like I was describing earlier. A small tree, it can dry out in a day or two, and, and if something happens and I have to leave town for three days, then uh, it's, it's too hard to describe to somebody, please go in and water those three trees that I planted, uh, whereas with a larger tree, I have that greater margin of error. All righty. I do appreciate it. All right. Thank you, Jay. Be safe. Happy New Year. All right. Let me get a last break in. David and Plano on dethatching. I really want to talk to you, and I will do that. Folks, on page 7 of the book that I've been describing and will describe right now, I show you the frost cloth that I'm talking about on the Aspidistra cast iron plants that I'm talking about. You can see it right there. So, page 7, Basics, Chapter 1, um, if you happen to have the book. Neil Spray's Lone Star Gardening is that book, and uh, there are three, 344 pages and 840 of my photographs, so <laughs> that's a lot of photos. And uh, I tried to have everything that you would need to, to know and have to be successful in gardening in this book. And uh, it's a, a book that I, I believe you'll find to be very, very useful. covers all topics of outdoor gardening for all parts of, top, of Texas. Lawns, landscapes, annuals, perennials, fruit and vegetable gardening. It's all there. It's not in stores. It's not on Amazon. I sign every copy as it sells, and I guarantee your satisfaction or I'll refund every penny you spend. 73,000 copies sold so far, and I've not been asked for a refund on any one of them. It's only thirty-six ninety-five plus tax and postage. It's not in stores, not on Amazon. So how do you buy it? Well, you buy it from my website or you call my office. The office number, Tuesday through Friday this coming week, 800-752-GROW. 800-752-4769. The website is the better way. That's neilsperry.com. N-E-I-L-S-P-E-R-R-Y. Com. Since 1983, the experts at WhizQ Stone have been a leader across the Metroplex turning landscape dreams into reality. With 22 acres, WhizQ Stone has the largest landscape selection in Texas, including natural stones such as flagstone, boulders, river rock, and more. To experience what WhizQ Stone can do, their large lifestyle display is certainly a place for inspiration. The skilled professionals at WhizQ Stone can help you have the outdoor living area you've always wanted. Check out their product page on their website at whiz-q.com. They can supply not only the hardscape, but the tools to do it yourself. From masonry supplies to landscape supplies to pond and water gardens, WhizQ Stone has what you need to build the lifestyle of your dreams. WhizQ Stone can deliver any product anywhere in the USA. Visit the experts at WhizQ at whiz-q.com or call 817-429-0822. WhizQ Stone, leaders in hardscape and landscaping supplies, helping to build the lifestyle of your dreams. Arborological Services, the experts your trees deserve. Trees represent the greatest investment in your landscape. They represent tens of thousands of dollars in value if you have a beautiful shade tree properly placed and cared for in your landscape. And the best way to care for it is to call Arborological Services and get them on the job. 866-552-7267. They have uh, more than a dozen uh, International Society of Arboriculture certified arborists on their team. And these men and women will 
will have crews that will come to your home and uh, they'll, the, the foreman will come and, and make sure that the tree is healthy and vigorous and just make sure all is well. If uh, work is needed, then they will show you what they need to do, uh, whether it's complete tree management and maintenance or whether it's something heroic, they'll tell you. So call or go to the website, 866-552-7267, arborological.com. It's Arborological Services, the best it gets. I'm Mike from Grand Prairie Ace Hardware. When you need reliable, localized help and those great home repair products, come to us. We're the helpful hardware folks. And now back to Neil. All right. Thank you, Mike, very, very much. And, folks, we are up against the news. David in Plano, please lay your phone down and come back. We'll be right back. 